What is up guys, it is Quinn here, and if you guys are watching this video, I'm guessing you have made the uh, championships in your fantasy football league, so congratulations on that. And in today's video, I'm gonna be running through the top waiver wire targets for week 17 of the NFL season. And this video is gonna be you know, uh, a lot shorter than it typically is, because you know, normally on waiver wire, we're projecting, we're thinking, you know, these guys may be valuable in a week or two. You know, maybe this player gets injured and they're able to slide in. But at this point, this is the last week of the fantasy football season. So I'm only going to be talking about the players that I actually think are relevant for this specific week. So basically, if I don't feel comfortable plugging them into my lineup, there's not really, you know, much of a point of talking about them. So I'll be talking about a few players at each position, running back, wide receiver, quarterback, tight end, and then going through, you know, five defenses that are streamable. And then these are all going to be players who are available in 50% or more leagues. And I'm using the uh, ESPN waiver wire to get those numbers. As always, if you guys have any fantasy questions, you can drop those down below. And then if you guys enjoy the content, do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. And then uh, throughout the week, I'll still be doing my start sits at every position, also putting out my uh, rankings at each position. So stay tuned for that. But let's jump right into the uh, running back position. And I have two main players that I want to talk about here. And I think one of them is probably like the much better option. And that first guy is going to be Tyler Algier. So right now he's actually owned in uh, just under 40% of leagues, sitting there at a 39.2% ownership. And he actually came out this week on Saturday and basically took control of the Falcons backfield. You know, early on, first few weeks, it was Cordero Patterson's backfield. And then Patterson goes on IR. They kind of operate in this like gross, like three running back split. So the fact that Algier didn't really take over there, it kind of seemed like, you know, he was going to be done as like a decent fantasy asset. Him and Patterson had been pretty equal in the opportunity department, you know, over the past few weeks, but he goes out Saturday, takes 18 carries to Patterson's eight. He was also very involved as a pass catcher with a 54% route participation. That's a new kind of added wrinkle here. You would think a lot of those opportunities would go to Patterson. And then he had uh, his most catches in a game, four receptions for 43 yards. He also has a very solid matchup against the Cardinals. So I think, you know, Algier is probably, like of all the players I'm talking about here, like running backs, wide receivers, he's someone that I actually feel very confident playing uh, heading into week 17. I really think he's going to be a top 24 running back for me. Don't want to set that in uh, stone right now, but, you know, just kind of looking ahead, I do think he'll probably be there in my rankings. So definitely someone who should be owned and someone who can play this week if you do need like a flex, RB2, RB3 in your lineup. And then the second player here, not as confident, but it's going to be James Cook, who's owned in 46.7% of leagues. Like I said, I don't think, you know, he's a super strong play, but he's a guy who's going to be splitting opportunities in a top offense. So uh, against the Bears, he had 11 carries, two targets. That's compared to Devin Singletary's 12 carries and three targets. So he's definitely not like dominating the backfield or really taking over. But he's, you know, very involved on an offense that likely is going to be putting up a lot of points on a week-to-week -week basis. And then I guess just an honorable mention to both uh, Zach Moss and Deion Jackson. They play tonight against the Chargers, so we don't exactly know how that running back split is going to go. Um, we saw Moss kind of lead that split uh, with uh, Jonathan Taylor out. But, you know, they could change it up this week. So if either Zach Moss or Deion Jackson, like, takes a big chunk of that offense, obviously one of those guys could also be a guy you look at uh, heading into Week 17. Now, pivoting over to the wide receiver position, I've only got two players here, and I'm going to start it off with Jahan Dotson, who is owned in 30.1% of leagues. And honestly, he has been on a tear 
over the past three weeks. His production was very strong early in the season, but if we're being totally honest, like he was pretty carried by touchdowns, the yardage numbers and like the overall volume wasn't great. Then he, I believe he went on IR or at least, you know, missed a decent chunk of the season. He came back, didn't really do anything for a couple weeks. And then the last three weeks, the dude has just been a monster. So these are his stat lines over the past three weeks, five for 54 and a touchdown, four for 105 and a touchdown, and then six for 76 and a touchdown. So he is still getting into the end zone, but he's also adding really strong volume numbers onto that. So I truly think he'll be like a wide receiver three flex option this week. I imagine he'll crack my uh, top 36 wide receivers. I don't believe the commanders have come out and named a starter for the week 17 game, but I still think, you know, regardless of which guy it is, I think he could be a decent option this week. Someone, you know, if you are on a championship, you know, roster, you probably don't love him as like your wide receiver three or a flex option in normal size leagues. But if you're in a league with multiple flexes, you know, maybe playing three, four wide receivers, definitely someone who would be playable uh, in week 17. And then the other wide receiver is going to be DJ Chark, who's owned in 30.8% of leagues. And he had back-to-back big games. I think it was... Uh, what was it, like week 14 and week 15. Then week 16, he goes out with a clunker, but then he bounces back here. So he has had big games in three of the last four weeks, 14.8, 21.4. He had the 2.8 uh, PPR game and then 14.8. And then he draws a strong matchup against the Bears defense, which hasn't necessarily been, you know, uh, super vulnerable to wide receivers. Like we saw Stefan Diggs not have a huge day, but just in general, this team is giving up a lot of points. So I think there are going to be scoring opportunities out there for DJ Chark and this Lions offense. Now shifting over to the uh, quarterback position, I do think there are still some very viable streaming options. And I'm going to start it off here with Gardner Minshew owned in 27.1% of leagues. He goes out uh, making his first start of the season, puts up 22.7 points against the very tough Cowboys defense. In terms of being a fantasy quarterback, like I feel like, you know, this was a great showing for Gardner Minshew. It's totally possible that Jalen Hurts does return, but it's definitely not guaranteed. Like if he's not 100%, I think Minshew played well enough where you probably feel decent keeping him in there. I would say if Hertz is not able to go, he would be the top guy, you know, who's uh, probably going to be available on waivers. So he's the first guy. Then we have Brock Purdy, owned in 28.6% of leagues. Just been very, very steady since taking over as the starter. In his three starts, he's put up 21.7, 16.5, and then 16 points. And then I guess just like a uh, kind of a flyer here, Mike White, owned in 12.8% of leagues. He has not yet been cleared from that rib injury. The Jets quarterback, you know, situation has just been a roller coaster ever since he went down. But I do think if he's cleared with the weapons around him, he could be seen as like a mid to high end quarterback too, if he is, you know, good to go. Now shifting over to the uh, tight end position, I've got three players for you. Starting off here actually with back-to-back Saints. First guy, Taysom Hill, owned in 45.9% of leagues. The worse the weather gets outside, honestly, like the better uh, a play Taysom Hill is actually going to be. So they were in a uh, freezing game. He goes out. He's very involved offensively, carries the ball nine times for 56 yards and a touchdown. And then the other guy for the Saints uh, tight end room, even though Taysom Hill definitely isn't really a tight end, Jawan Johnson, who's owned in 23.7% of leagues. And basically the better, you know, the weather is, the better Jawan Johnson's going to be as an option. Because in a game where they're barely throwing the ball, you know, he's basically unplayable. But, you know, when they have been able to throw the ball, seven touchdowns in the past eight games, he has been producing, you know, especially getting into the end zone. So another guy to look at if you do need a tight end streamer. And then the third option here, Hayden Hurst owned in 39.2% of leagues. I think when healthy, he's a high end tight end one. 
He just has missed the past few weeks, so no guarantee he'll actually uh, you know be ready here in week 17. And then the final position, some uh, defenses to look at for streaming. Got to start it off with the Jaguars, who are owned in 15.5% of leagues. They go up against the Texans. Per usual, we're kind of just hunting that uh, Texans matchup. And the Jaguars, obviously not a great defense, but they're not like you know a bottom three defense where you're kind of concerned the Texans are actually going to have a big day. We also have the Chargers, who are owned in 22% of leagues. And I could understand people actually being a little spooked on this one because we did see the Rams just go out and put on a dominant performance against the Broncos. I don't even really know what to take from that game. Like the Broncos defense has been great all season long and the Rams just go out there and dominate them. So maybe, you know, you want to stay clear. You don't want to take any risks. I'm just not really, you know, ready to buy in that all of a sudden the Rams are like this top offense. So I guess we'll see how the uh, Chargers defense performs against the Colts tonight. But there are some other strong options out there. Commanders owned in a 37.9% of leagues. They go up against the Browns. I also have the Browns on here going up against the Commanders, owned in 31.1% of leagues. Both the Commanders and Browns, you know, a little lackluster on offense. Both have decently strong defenses. And then we also have the Cardinals here, who are owned in 23.5% of leagues. They looked pretty solid against the Bucks. Obviously, Bucks offense is in shambles, but they also draw a uh, pretty decent matchup here against the Falcons, led by Desmond Ritter. Not exactly a uh, offense that I'm super scared of. So that's going to be uh, every position for the weekly streamers. Hopefully, you guys were able to go out, you know, use the waiver wire to get one last piece to add on to that championship roster. Good luck to all of you guys. Like I said, we'll continue to pump out the content throughout this week. Um, you know, hopefully you guys are set up well to bring home those championships. But thank you guys for stopping by, and I will see you all in the next one.